Welcome back to the Turn on the Music Podcast. We are up to episode 27. I'm going to remember to introduce myself. I'm Kyle, and I'm joined as always by CJ. How are you tonight, sir? Hello, sir. I'm I'm doing okay now that uh, my technology decided to work, and we can actually... Yay, technology. Yeah, it's, it's been my week for technology. Everything just did not want to work, anything I did. You too, huh? Yeah, oh, seriously. There, so... Whoever believes in full moons or not, there's a gigantic, like there's a, it's called the beaver full moon on November 8th. It's, it's, uh, in retail, basically, um, it's around the time the beavers start kind of building their homes and taking shelter for the hibernation. But it was also, I guess, back in the day, um, is around the time the Native Americans would go and hunt beavers and get their skin and their oh. fur for the purpose of staying warm during the winter. So it's called the beaver moon. Nice. But it's got to be doing something to the electronics it was <laughs> because that's the only explanation yeah. I could have for all the crazy things that have happened or not happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did an upgrade to uh, the Global Federated User Directory this week, which basically is the way Office 365 communicates with Active Director. That's the, the gist of it. Um, but it left 5,000 users without email teams the ability to log into their computer um, and that was just the ones that we knew about so I was dealing with that all week which was not fun um, but yeah it's I mean and on top of that just everything else just did not work so I know where you're coming from so I, I apologize no duh, it's just it, it was crazy I was I yeah. you know I my my really bad random joke is I'm ready to open up the window and throw windows out of it because a lot of the times it was that too <laughs> So anyway, uh, <laughs> that'll be said. Have you, uh, anything good happening this week? Any good music you've listened to? Anything new? Um, I've been doing a lot of, uh, blues traveler. I realized <laughs> that I've never listened to, I've never listened to the full four albums. So I went back to the four album and I was like, Oh, this is really good. I did the exact same thing. It was, it was on my list <laughs> for the past week. And I and then I went to Bernika's ladies because we mentioned it, you know, when you played uh -huh. that that one song last episode where we were like, I was like, I knew it was Blues Travelers, but you could have told, you could have mm -hmm. guessed possibly yeah. Bernika ladies. What else? Anything else? Um, that's it. Uh, I've been been doing weird stuff, so um, you know a little bit. I I've picked up the harmonica because yeah, why not? Um, and I've been stuck watching um, scam bait videos. Okay. Which are just hysterical. Um, they're just people that, that they, they actually call into like people who claim that you've like bought a subscription that you didn't actually buy and they try to like keep them on the phone for a long time and there's one, um, her name is Renoa Poison and she has gotten some incredibly good videos of these guys. She's gotten people to sing uh, Old MacDonald, The Wheels on the Bus Go Round and Round during these calls. I don't know how she pulls this off. They're so funny that I swear they're fake. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I've been watching her stuff nonstop. It's been hysterical. Um, so what about you? Uh, so as you said, uh, Blues Travelers, um, uh, not, uh, nothing, uh, not too much off of what I've been listening to over the past few weeks. So, that, you know, the same stuff that I've mentioned in other episodes like Robert Randolph for the Family Band, mm -hmm. done some classic rock 80s rock 80s heavy metal i i don't know why i i it could just be because of the fact that the technology is not working and i'm angry you know subtly <laughs> subtly angry so i'm just looking for that intense music 
but uh, yeah. nothing. I've been so new. busy, I haven't had a chance to put music on. Yes, yeah. that's why I've been doing it in the car. Thing. I've been I've been doing yeah. it in the car. Like I really can't listen to it at work. It's a little tough for me to do at work. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I feel that it's just one of those things. Though I'm looking to start doing audiobooks while I'm driving now. Because I feel like I'm missing some stuff, so kind of balance it out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, so before we get into our episode, um, I, I had a question for you, and this is not music related, but um, so Monday was Halloween. Yes. And I realized that, and I don't know if this is a, an Ohio thing or whether this is just the way Halloween is now, it was really lame. <laughs> I mean, it was like, so in Ohio when I moved out here, there are trick-or-treating hours, which are from 6 to 8. Like, that's the only time you can go out and trick-or-treat. Is that like a law? Like a town law? In our town, that is... Interesting. You are so, like, a, is, are, are you a village or a town? I'm a village, I believe. That may be why you have that law. But okay. there are surrounding areas that are the same. Um, but the other thing that I noticed was... So, I was sitting in my garage, because I don't want the dogs to have to deal with the knocking on the door and all the opening, you know. So I sit in my garage and I do it and I can clearly see six houses from my garage. None of them giving out candy. And the interesting thing is the people didn't even go to the door to knock because the lights were off. And like, I was like, that's so bizarre. Interesting. It was very, very strange. So I was wondering, like, is this an Ohio thing or is this I, I don't, the way... I, I, I don't think it's a whole oh, 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 Ohio thing. It's not. I don't think it's an Ohio thing. I think because um, even even here in our neighborhood, which is a town, we're a town. We're not a village. There's no mm-hmm. set curfew or anything to it. There's no like no one saying okay six to eight. We don't have any of that. But what I've noticed is, unless you have your lights on, you will you will potentially get trick or treaters. And I think you have a better chance of getting trick-or-treaters when you have decorations versus having your lights mm. on and our neighborhood has a pretty decent amount of people that decorate uh pretty much most holidays uh, but even halloween mm. there, there's some like really i don't want to say intense but people go all out you know like they ha- they go out so those tend to those houses tend to be hit more but i mean we had some trick-or-treaters come by it wasn't as many as i anticipated um it it I, it's not the same as it was when we were kids. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think a lot has changed due to I hate to say it safety and concerns yeah. and and the fact that mm-hmm. so much has changed. And I think and and I'm sure this will spark a tremendous debate. But I'm not looking for a debate. I'm just I think just from my time period and at the age that I'm at, I think social media plays a huge factor in that. Um, yeah, you know. But I also to the other side of that now having a kid in kindergarten there's a lot of safe halloween venues now right okay and i think that plays a huge factor too for example we did a um my wife took my son to a trunk and treat where they decorate the trunks Mm -hmm. out which i think is very cool i didn't get an opportunity to go and he had a blast because he got to go up to the, each, each one of these decorated trunks, but they're getting candy like they're trick or treating. And then the Friday right. before the Friday before a Halloween, we ended up at the our high school and they had like an area where all the high school students, let, you know, decorated and the kids would go through and get oh, candy. Nice. And, you know, you're paying five dollars for a donation for the like it's like a fundraiser. Right. You know, and 
I'm thankful that that happened because unfortunately my son was sick, so he was home sleeping, you know, so mm. he really couldn't go out on Halloween. Um, so if he didn't do that, he wouldn't have gone out at all. So I think that plays a factor a little bit. I think that yeah. you have these side things going on. Some of them are money makers, like jack o' lantern, driving down, doing this, and we'll give you candy here. Like they're money makers. Some of them are fundraisers, you know. So I think that mm-hmm. played that played a factor. But yeah, I've seen a difference. That's my long-winded answer because you wouldn't expect anything less from me. And I would not. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's even like even on the weekends, like the few times Halloween's been on a weekend that I've been out here, like it's still like six to eight. That's it, you know. And this year, we were done by seven fifteen. I had no kids after seven o'clock. I was like, all right. Well, no, and I, th- I mean, I'm got sh- a bag and a half of candy yeah, left. I'm sure Monday, being that it was on a Monday, played a factor. But I agree. Mm-hmm. Even on the weekends, you've seen it more. Uh, it's been lighter, but I have to say, what was it? It was was it last year or the year before? I think it was the year before. Um, we went out and we walked the block, and we go up to one house and I hear music playing, and the people were playing Midnight Syndicate. They just ran, nice. and I went up to them. I was like, "Oh, I love this group, Midnight Syndicate." And they were like, "What?" They didn't know who they were playing. <laughs> they just knew that it was creepy Halloween music, but uh, um, they had a speaker out. And I thought that was very cool. Nice. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's there's a lot of changes. A lot of weird things have changed mm-hmm. over the years. It's weird, you know. Yep. You know, like so. Even we were. It's funny because we were talking about like driving in a car and being in the station wagon where you're facing out the back. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. like we sat yep. in the back of a station wagon and we saw mm-hmm. the car. You know, they like all those things. And you know, I I, I don't know if I ever said this on on one of our episodes, but even when. My son was born, my grandfather, who was in his 90s, I went to go visit him with my son, his great-grandson, and he looked at me and he goes, how did you get over here? I'm like, what do you mean? You know, I, put my, I put him in the car. He goes, how'd you do that? I'm like, He's, they got a car seat. And my aunt comes over and she goes, back in the day, there was no car seat. And the only way the kid got anywhere is was if someone else was in the car holding the kid with a seatbelt. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my yeah. God. We were so strong back then. <laughs> so, yep, definitely, definitely have been, uh, there's been a lot of changes and definitely have been seen. Yeah. yeah. So. So we are in the midst of our holiday season and it is your turn yes. for music. So. And. I have not looked at your list until just now. I kind of perused it really quickly just to see what I, I was in store you for. You just, you ruined it. Like. Well, I want to make so <laughs> part of it is I want to make sure that in case you switch things around that we switch it on the the thing so I remember, but on the list, but yeah. No, I didn't actually so I didn't change anything and and mine kind of goes in a weird there's no it may sound like it's in a uh in a time sensitive order, but it really isn't. It's just what came to mm-hmm. mind and I think it kind of lines up nicely. And as a precursor to like what you did, these are really songs that if I hear them, it's what makes me think of specific times or in the past, as we've said. So they're, they're, though they're maybe popular in song, it's more the fact that mm-hmm. these are the ones that, and mine probably are more popular songs than what you played with your obscure journey that you shared with us last week. <laughs> <laughs> I have a strange yeah. feeling some of our vi- uh, listeners may still be on that journey with you because you took so many turns they're they're lost <laughs> <laughs> they, they might be lost in the middle of nowhere 
Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is uh, a little bit similar to what I did with the holiday episode or the Halloween episode is I'm just going to kind of play the songs before mm-hmm. we talk about who they are. So the, so the first four songs that I'm going to play are of the same artist and we're just going to, I'm going to play them, stop briefly, play the next one, stop briefly. And then we can talk about who the artist is just for fun. Sure. So here's the, f- before you do that, okay. um, would, would you mind sharing your oh, audio? With yes, me? because um, that would make a lot of sense. Would it not? It, well, I mean, maybe. All right. guess it depends if you want me to hear. No, 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 no. I, I don't think you need to hear it. That doesn't make any sense. Ah, oh, there we go. Better. All right. Here we go. So the first song on my list. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey Now, if you don't know who that is off of that song, um, you... I'm sorry. No, no, I'm I'm joking. I'm going to play. I don't know that I could pick him out. Really? If I heard it. Yeah. Like if it wasn't a song that I knew he did, I don't know that I'd be able to pick his voice out. I see what you're saying. So if you didn't. Okay. I get what you're saying. Like I I, I know, I know his version of that song. So I know. Right, right, right. But if it were a more obscure song, I don't know that I would say, oh, that's this. That's fair. I could, I could understand that. All right. I'm going to play the next one from the same artist. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the world. We all know that song. If, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, we're going to go to the next one. So I think the next one also, um, well, I'll just play it. We'll go from there. Oh, Tannenbaum, oh, Tannenbaum. Vitroi sind deine Blätter, O Tannenbaum, O Tannenbaum, Vitroi sind deine Blätter, du grunst nicht nur zur I like it because it's in German. Mm. You know, um, not many artists do it in German. Yeah, German's not an easy language to say. And he tends to do very well with foreign languages. So, mm-hmm. got one more from him. Bon Natale means Merry Christmas to you. Bon Natale. 
jolly to everyone. Happy New Year and lots of fun. Bon Natale, may all your wishes come true. Bon Natale in Italy means a Merry Christmas to you. Far away across the sea. Now, I've spoken about him. I don't think I've ever heard right. that one. And this is, well, I mean, that's one of the albums that I used to listen to as a kid. Not when it first came mm. out when I was, <laughs> I wasn't born as of that time. But uh, he's a, uh, I, I, he's my favorite singer I have of, of the past century. And I've said it before. Mm. So this, that was Nat King Cole. And um, I think for me, he's. I don't want to say he is the epitome of 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 I can't even speak. He's like to me he's Christmas songs cuz that's what I listen to and that's what I remember mm-hmm. growing up. Um you know and and that part of that is just because my family listened to a lot of this older music. Not older but to what we are is older music. So right. so Nack and Cole. What what were the years that he did that? Do you know off the top of your So head? the album the album? album that I pulled it off of is um the I think it's called the Christmas song album. Um, mm-hmm. But this is the expanded version. So I would have to look and see what the album is. Let me see something. Let me see if I can bring that up real quick. And as it loads. So the album is called the Christmas song album. Uh, original was 1960. Okay. So yeah. I so is that, that was, Oh wow. He died in 65. Yeah. He, he's young. He passed away young. He passed yeah. away young. So, um, all right, moving on. This is also a singer that most people know. We have nicknames for him. We call him the CEO, you know, the chairman of the board, or we also have uh, the old blue eyes. So we're just going to play a couple from, uh, from this gentleman. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight. What, what I like about a lot of these singers is the fact that they put their, 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 um, their feel to it. Mm-hmm. Some of them do it very yeah. straight in what it is, but a lot of the times when you have mm-hmm. singers like this from, you know, the crooners or that time period, they put a little bit of their their feel into it. I, I and you know, a lack for a better word, their swing into it. So how, whatever you know, whatever their genre of music is, they brought it to the song, and their yeah. each personality is different, which is another. Oh know, yeah, the other thing. Absolutely. So this is another one from that same singer. Watch out, you better not cry, better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list, checking it twice. He's gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake He knows if you've been bad or good So be good for goodness sake Oh, you better watch out 
Better not cry. Better not cry. And one more, which I don't know. Well, I'm just going to play the song because I know the song. Mm-hmm. I don't know who knows the song because I don't see. And I, I, mean, I could be wrong because I don't listen to it, but I don't know of a lot of artists that have done this song or at recently have done this song or within the past right. couple a couple decades. So this next song is also from that same singer. Frosted window panes Candles gleaming inside Painted candy canes On the tree Santa's on his way He's filled his sleigh with things Things for you and for me it's that time. So the other two songs we know, Let It Snow, we know Santa Claus is Coming Town. This song is called mm-hmm. The Christmas Waltz. And I, I don't think it's that popular of a Christmas song, but I remember hearing this as a kid growing up because it was a part of that list of music. And, and it you know whenever yep. I see it, it, it reminds me of that time. And I didn't give the other names to the songs that Nack and Cole did because they were pretty much straightforward. You know, uh, the mm-hmm. first one I did was the Christmas song. Uh, but the last one was called Buon Natale, which means Christmas in Italian. So it, it's um, a lot of these songs we know. It's just the take of them that kind of like what, what what brings me back. Right. And while we're on this song, um, I was just just I, I was curious to see who else has done this song, which I um, which I was kind of hoping you were doing while I was playing it. <laughs> <laughs> and it brought up an album that came out last year that I meant to listen to, and never got around to it. But Nora Jones came out with a Christmas album last year, and she did the Christmas Waltz on that album. Thank you, because I that was I think the one that I saw it on, and I just couldn't remember. The, that's awesome, because I I could see her totally doing the song, absolutely, or or listen to her totally doing that song. Yep, yeah, both I guess works. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Moving along, now that we know that uh, Nora Jones was the second artist that I know know that has done that song. And we have another artist to listen to. Amy Grant as well, apparently. Oh, really? See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't listen to the radio enough to know. And there's some of those artists, I I guess I wouldn't listen to their holiday album. Mm -hmm. Not because I have anything against the artists. I just, it's just not what you go to. So, all right. Moving on to the next artist. Now, um, I'm gonna just intru- I'm gonna say his name just because of the fact that we are. Um, why am I missing one? Oh, I took one out. Okay, so there's a, there's. Um, I didn't like it, so I re- erased it from your list. Did, no, 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 no. I actually, it's not <laughs> in my playlist, and I removed it. And and it's just, you know, there's, and I I get it. There was a lot of uh, stuff around that song, so I didn't. I decided not to play it. Um, so I only have two songs from this person, but there's a reason why I chose this song. So the the the, the singer is Michael Bublé. So I'm sure you, people have heard of him. He's been on the radio and all that stuff. So it's like I'm introducing somebody Wait, new. Who, who is this? M- Michael Bublé. Oh, he's the guy that does the the, the sparkling water commercial. <laughs> I I I hope his fan base are called Bubbleheads, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> I I'm not that like I'm a fan. I'm not that diehard of a fan but bubblehead would be a fantastic fan base it would be i would i would rock it if if that was my last name absolutely 
So there's two songs I chose, and there's two reasons why I chose this song. First off, because I, I happen to like them. But second, they're done with a group called the Papini Sisters. I don't know if you've heard them before, uh, but they're very like um, the Andrew Sisters type group. So there's three sisters that sing. I believe they're based out of Italy. If not, I do know that they have. Um, they are from Italy, or one of them is definitely from Italy. And uh, well, I mean, meaning like she was born there. I don't mean like right. that's what I meant. <laughs> Not to sound funny, but uh, I follow them on Instagram. They actually have fantastic voices, so I chose these two songs um, because of that. Because they they're in it. Um, the first one is Jingle Bells. Merry Christmas, ladies. Merry Christmas, Mr. Buble. Are you ready to sing a little Jingle Bells? Yes. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. All the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Jingle bells, Their voices are so good. They are, yeah. And, and they, the way they come in is just fantastic. And mm. I, I don't have any of their music on here just because they're they're essentially new to me in a sense because I just heard of them. Like I knew that he sang with the singers on the album when I first listened to it, but I didn't connect the fact that it was the group at the time, even though it says it on the album. Like when I started following the Papini sisters on Instagram because you follow these groups on Instagram and Twitter and then all of a sudden... Oh, those are the same groups. <laughs> it doesn't mm. connect. Um, the other one that they did with him on that same album, which is called the Christmas. It's a Christmas album. Um, it's the title is Christmas. Uh, I'm going to is Frosty the Snowman. There must have been some magic in that old top hat they found. For oh, when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. Frosty the snowman, the sun was hot that day. So he said, let's run and we'll have some fun now before I melt away. Goodbye, saying, don't you cry, I'll be back again someday. They came in later in the song, so uh, um, I don't know what part you just, you, you know, you're going to play for everybody, so if you want to move it around, but uh, yeah, they come later okay. in the song. 
Um, I have to say that arrangement made me think of the Flintstones. Doesn't it? Right. No, it does. It's a nice, <laughs> it's a great movie, but it does. It has that, that feel to it. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but I know it's so. his album is fun because it's a lot more, um, it's it, the pace is a little bit brighter on, on most of the songs. Mm. It has that swingish yeah. feel to it. Uh, so I do like that album. Now I was just doing a little reading on the on the Papini sisters just because no please because I, I probably gave wrong information. About <laughs> so so Marcella Papini is is from uh, England. Yeah, I don't think um, they're actual sisters. That's why I made the comment. Not that's the comment. Sisters. That's why I made the comment I made. Yeah, yeah. So they're not actually sister, actual sisters. And um, the Mar- Marcella studied at Trinity College of Music in London, um, and I f- happened to follow their choir. Their choir is an amazing group. In fact. I played several weeks ago, a long time ago, um, that piece "Only in Sleep." That yes, was the, that was the Trinity College Choir. So she studied there, which is kind of cool. Um, and I, and just an, another aside, I always get Michael Bublé and Josh Groban mixed up. Interesting. I don't know why, but I do. And and they have a different type of voice because yeah, he's do. more apparatically appara- trained, whereas Michael Bublé from what I understand, was more of a uh, theater show, like Broadway. Yeah. Not saying that they didn't have, they may have had similar training, but their voice. I I can tell them. Yeah. I I know their voices are different, but like, I don't, I I don't know. They're close enough. I I say, I say Groban when I mean Bublé and Bublé when I mean Groban. So (laughs) in fact, I was, but what made me think about it was was when you, when when I saw on the list, I watched um, the Weird Al Yankovic uh, movie last night. How was it? interesting <laughs> because it's it's like is it, it i don't know i i like him i saw him live mm-hmm. i think he's fantastic um i think he's a brilliant i think the problem was like i knew it wasn't going to be a serious right movie, and that's the thing and i went in going i want to know more about this guy's life and it was like oh that was really funny but i want to know more about him and then like when you start like looking into some of the stuff like a lot of it is based on his life but how could you do, he, you can't do a serious movie he's not like that exactly like he's not right. serious i mean i'm sure he is i'm just saying like right in the sense of what we know of him he's not i mean the fact that they chose and, and i'm sure it was done in a humorous way is yes. um, the fact that they chose daniel Raff, radcliffe to play him who's mm-hmm. like a foot shorter than him who has <laughs> yep. just makes it even and i'm i'm sure he was fantastic in the role i'm like i'm not he was really i'm good. not putting him down yeah. i'm just saying yeah. that it, it was such a great casting choice because yeah. it, and, and it, yeah. there were so many great casting choices yeah. so uh Josh Groban was in it was he um so was Jack Black so was Rain Wilson so there were some really good cameos in there um and i when he, when i saw the lamb oh he was in Weird Al and I, oh no it's Josh Groban <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Um, all right, we're gonna round off the crooners with one more artist, and it's only one song that I choose from him. I get a lot of flack from some family members, and and they get upset with me because I listen to these other artists that are that are younger than what crooners are, but they're doing mm-hmm. the crooner music. Right. Michael Bublé was pulled in by I think I think he was under Sony or whatever label he was under, and they was like, "We want you to do all this music. We want you to come back and bring all this music kind of back to modern day," which built a f- huge fan base of younger listeners to the art, the mm-hmm. music. And as he's progressively gotten more into it, if you read some things and you, you listen to him speak, he's trying to do more popular music. He doesn't 
have anything. He loves the crooner music. He loves that music, but he wants to do more popular music, more like pop music, more, you know, like that. Like, uh, so if you notice as his albums mature, he's got more, um, more uh, non crooner esque music within the albums. This next gentleman who has been seen in movies and television shows, uh, I'm a fan of. He he's a hit or miss when you talk to people about him. Some mm-hmm. people love him. So I, he's one of those artists that you either love him or you hate him. Like you don't really just listen to music because the song's good. Like you gotta listen. Like he's the type of artist you gotta like to listen to. Mm-hmm. I happen to like him. Uh, I don't. You saw his name on the list. I'm assuming because you read the name. Yep. Before we even bring his name up, what do you think of him? I think he's extremely talented, but I don't listen to him. He's fan- Isn't um, he fantastically talented? It's- he really is. There was a video I saw of him on YouTube where he was playing, and the, and the audience starts clapping along on like one and three. So he switches to like five, four, just to get them to start clapping on two and four. And like in the middle of improvising a solo, he does all of this. And I was like, wow, that's that's, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, there's a video of him at 15 jumping on stage, and I believe it's in down in New Orleans, which I believe mm-hmm. is where he's from. Um, uh, you know, just improvising, like, and yeah. and it's impressive. So, I'm gonna play the song before we name the artist. Uh, uh, but I am a fan of him, and he has a few albums out there that are very obscure. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe at a later time when we talk artists again a little bit, I may bring him up just to kind of okay. introduce to introduce introduce those obscure albums. Wow! Speaking of obscure oh, words, I you know my my uh, at work I, I gave I remember I gave a shout out to my coworker friend of mine who uh, mentioned like Harry Potter and having to listen to Carmen. Well, mm-hmm. she noticed that at the end of the week, by Thursday or Friday, I cannot finish sentences. Yeah, see, that just proves it. Cannot. Fi- so, well, that was just your dentures coming yeah, out. Yeah, right? that's what it sounds like, right? <laughs> I cannot pronounce words. I cannot complete sentences properly, and she's absolutely right. So, yeah. All right. Um. All right. Next, this song from uh, he who will not be named until after the song is played. fun song i've never heard that is it a great song it's so much fun it's a great song but do you hear what he's doing on that keyboard Mm -hmm. and in the background Uh yep you know as a song it's fantastic as a musician you're like what are they doing (laughs) like what's going on back there that whole album um which is called um when my heart uh finds christmas when my heart finds christmas has that some of the songs that are in there you you get that hey hey what is he doing 
Mm-hmm. What is he doing? So I only chose that one song from there because a lot of them are the are, are typical, you know, Joy to the World and all that other stuff. Right. He does Ave Maria on there. Which one? I believe it is the Schubert one, if I remember correctly. Okay. It's not the um, the other one uh, by, uh, I can't remember his name. Bach and Gounod. Thank you. Um, not my favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael Boulay does Ave Maria. Not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think part of it is because of the language. I don't think okay. I, I don't think it really is the the um, their musical take on it. I, I think it's more mm-hmm. of the pronunciation and enunciation of the words within the music in within the language because they sing it in Latin. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. We're gonna move on. <laughs> well, before we move on, I have a question for you. Yes, please. Um, so you mentioned that Nat King Cole is your favorite of the four that you brought up this evening. Uh, well, he's, he's, particular my, he's the favorite of the pat, like, uh, finish your question. I'm sorry. Finish your question. I just want, like, what, what sets him apart from the other crooners and the ones that you chose as your favorite? Like what, is there a certain quality that the quality the the, 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 um, his technique mm-hmm. and his tone and his placement of the voice is so good. Yes. It really is. Like I don't I don't know enough of him as a person to be like, oh, I can't right. listen to this person because of the way he is. Like I know he mm-hmm. had his rough path. I know he died young because yeah. of whatever. Uh, but there's just something about his I mean, they all have the same technique as we know. I mean, they all have some form of technique. I mean, mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra uses a technique, but because of the way he ends his words usually on the consonants versus on the vowels, a lot of singers are like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't. It's cringeworthy. Yeah. But if he's able to control it, he's mm-hmm. doing something right. Correct? Right. So, yeah. but will I turn on Frank Sinatra before I turn on Nat King Cole? No. And if my uncle is, if either one of my uncles are listening to this, I will get a snowball thrown in my head. But <laughs> you know what? So, so I've I've never listened to all four of them in the same span, right? Of like 15, okay, cool. Minutes. Yeah. So, pick it for out. For me, for me, this is this is kind of what I heard. Nat King Cole is more of a natural. Yes. Vocal. That's production. a great way to put it. I, I natural and is a good word. Like Sinatra, Bublé, Harry Connick Jr. They color their sound mm-hmm. more than he does. Nat King Cole is just this is my voice and whatever. Yes, yes. That's and and, and I, I kind of like that too. And I was wondering if that was the reason right, behind right. yours. And I, my grandfather, who was the opera singer, I used to talk to him, and he lo- loved all the singers. And mm-hmm. you know, but even he and I talked about even through the with the Rat Pack. He mentioned to me many times that Dean Martin was one of his favorites out of the Rat Pack because of the way he carried his voice and he did color it, but not the same way that Sinatra did and all that stuff. I mean, but Sammy Davis jr. Had a great voice too, Mm -hmm. but I think you hit the nail on the head by using the word natural. I think Nat and Cole, I agree. It's, it's a very natural voice. There's, there's very, very minimal um, embellishments. There's no change. Yes, I agree. But I think that's what stands Harry Connick jr. Out from Michael Buble and what stands Mm -hmm. Michael Buble out from Frank Sinatra. Yeah, they're yeah. the 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 younger guys, Michael Bublé and Harry Connick Jr. are influenced by that older crowd, but they have done mm-hmm. a very good job of giving their own take on their voice because it's yeah. their voice, you know. Yep. Um, but Harry Connick Jr. just as a musician, just it's crazy. He's crazy. Yeah, he's he's yeah, good. He so that was a good question. You, I I actually had to think about that. 
<laughs> you know, sometimes I don't, you know, I have it. That actually gave me a moment. Thanks for oh, stumping good. me on, uh, well, trying to stump me on, a, on this, you know, that's right. So last week, you again took us on this obscure musical journey. Um, and you did not bring up anyone a cappella. I did one a cappella. I lied. You brought up one a cappella. You brought up the, <laughs> you brought up the same group apparently according to your list, but a different song. So wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on a second. Maybe I I forgot. And this is how this week has been, so it's very possible I forgot. Mm-hmm. What was it that you brought up again? I apologize. Uh, Pentatonics, God rest you. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so you did. You, I, that was the group, but you did. Yes, that, I, and I purposely brought up the song. This song that we'll play for them shortly. Okay, um, but you still you only brought up that one song and that one group. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to bring up because apparently I'm a I'm a snob to this group because that's what you kept telling me when we did our acapella. You sure episodes. are. In fact, I think I said after this, after we recorded yes, last week, I'm not going to do right. any acapella because you're going to do it all. So yes, as, so. as Kyle said, I brought up and it's only two acapella songs and there's a reason for that. Wow. Only two. Well, and there's a reason for that. First off, I had a lot of songs on my list and I didn't want to go on forever because I did that with the Halloween episode. But secondly, a lot of their stuff is very traditional Christmas music with a random, you know, uh, one of theirs written or whatever. So the two that I took is are from the album, ironically titled Christmas, like Michael Bublé's al- uh, album. But these two always stand out to me and they're always so much fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. So the next two songs. Are, I don't know the second one, so I'm interested. To the hear second that one, one I, I, I don't know who wrote it, um, but I love the the kind of the, the how they brought the songs together um but we'll all know the the one that i'm gonna play next and um it's just so well done it's such a good version of it I could listen to that song over and over again. All the songs <laughs> that Barry Carl did mm. that he solo out on, which is not many because he's the no. bassist, are just, he's just so, he has such control over his voice. Yeah, he does. It's ridiculous. And and he yeah. he just, he does such a great job anytime he's singing. I mean, he does a great job as the bass in the group, but just mm-hmm. the solo parts. Right, yeah. and it's hard for it, for them to give him stuff to do because he leaves such a massive hole without him right. singing the baseball. Right, right. Like this yeah. is one of the few songs, and you know, and all yeah. that stuff. So definitely check your mean one, Mister Grinch. Now you're a, you're a mean one, Mister Grinch. It's just I, you know, I I'm not even I'm drinking water. Maybe I really should just have a glass of alcohol next to me. So at least <laughs> there's some reason as to why I cannot speak. Uh. 
so the next song um i'm just going to play i'm not going to give the title out but it, it's a it's a cute little song but i think it's a very well put together song <laughs> I'm going to scoot a little further in the song because the song is Glowworm and it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. So I'm going to scoot a little forward. For small fry down below, glow, little glowworm glow. A pair of opalum boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Barney and Ben. A doll that'll talk and will go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. And mom and dad can hardly wait for school to start again. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go, take a look at the five and ten. Listen and once again, with candy canes and silver lanes aglow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store, but the prettiest sight to see is the holly that'll be on your own front door till it's. It's it's such a cool little mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and that's what they're good at. They're good at doing things like that. So, that whole album is fantastic. So, if you're looking for a fun acapella album, and that's the that's the original group, the yes. actual like Sean, um, Sean, oh my God, Sean Altman, Sean Altman, yeah. and and Barry Carl who left, and you know, and even Kevin Wright and um, Elliot Kerman, Elliot Kerman, they're they're all in that one. So, and uh, of course, uh, the percussionist who is. Um, Jeff Thatcher. Jeff Thatcher and the high tenor Scott Leonard Scott Leonard yep good you got them all I didn't have to remember them. I'm joking <laughs> I get 100% Yay. gold star gold World star <laughs> and I, I want to say maybe I'll put this in again um, but if I don't go back and listen and just see how Barry fits into that and, yes and well, so, yeah. that's a really good example i guess of how he he is the foundation for that whole thing he is the like the rock the foundation without that it wouldn't be as cool as it is right i agree with you 100 percent. i agree and 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 the the basis that they brought in uh i do they have that they've had two iterations of basis after Barry Carl, I think. I think I only know of one. Yeah. You know them more than I do. I think they had two, and they both were very good. Do not get me wrong. Like there is no, mm-hmm. there's no um, insult to them. One of them was supposed to be in Boys to Men, and they actually got him before he went to Boys to Men. Um, where like I think he was going to transition into Boys to Men as they were kind of right. shifting their group as well. So, uh, yeah, they're they're just a fun group. They have some. They have a couple of Christmas albums out. Uh, next, this brings us to Pentatonics. 
So Kyle did play um, again. What was the song in? I'm, I'm, I don't know why uh, I can't God remember. God rest me, merry gentle. I don't. God rest me, merry gentle. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. They do the song, which I don't see it as a holiday song. I was going to ask you whether you saw it as a holiday song. I, I don't. Don't. But they put it out as a holiday song. Right. But I don't see that. So I'm going to play it. I mean, we sh- most people will know the song, but. But the fact that they put it out as a holiday song now, when I hear it, I'm like, oh, that's a holiday. It's really it like triggered mm-hmm. this weird thing, and I think of it now as a holiday song, and I right. I kind of get it, but I still don't know mm-hmm. if it is. But here is well, it's kind of like Linus and Lucy too. It's like that's is it really a holiday right. song? Agreed. But it was in the yes, eh, maybe. yes, right. But you you bring yourself back to that movie and right. and all that stuff, and that's what yes, I agree. I'm not gonna even give the name. I'm just gonna play the song i've heard there was a secret chord that david played and it pleased the lord but you don't really care for music do you well it goes like this the fourth the fifth the minor fall the major lift the baffled king composing hallelujah 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 I think the way they first off the name of the song, if you couldn't tell, is Hallelujah. It's in the it's in the lyrics. But I think the way they um, harmonized and the way mm-hmm. they produced the song is what gives it. It's almost like a dark Christmas song. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I I, mm-hmm. I get it. It's you're talking about you know it's a, it's a, it's not religious, but it's a religious song in a sense. Like it's written about right. God. So I think I see why it is, but. Still, their version is so dark. Mm-hmm. I'm still surprised it's considered like it's considered a Christmas song. Though there are some sad, dark Christmas songs out there. Yeah, yeah there absolutely. are definitely are. Um, I have a few more, so I don't know if you have anything you want to interject. I was just curious because I don't, I don't remember, and I couldn't really tell based on that whether Avi was singing in that or not. I think it was. I think that is with him. I'm just gonna bring it up. Yeah, I think that is with him. Uh, uh, yep, I, it is. Okay. It's it's yeah, it's one of their earlier, popular yep. earlier songs. Yeah. All right. And that's, and again, going back to Barry Carl, like when Avi left that group, like I think the group is missing something. It's not that the new guy isn't good; he's great. But I don't know. He, there's it's, just something about his voice. It's amazing you know? how um, and. We have a few friends that are bassists, so I'm going to blow their heads up for a second. Mm. It's amazing how a bassist voice plays such a factor mm-hmm. in a group like that. If if you if they don't have control over the voice, and if they're not rounded out well, they don't know how to blend. It could truly mm-hmm. ruin the group. I mean, any any oh, yeah. voicing can, but bass tends to really because they're singing that low note. Yep. They're singing. It's. It's the foundation. And it's, if you yes, think of it like the foundation, foundation right. of a house, if right. you don't have the foundation of a house, the whole thing crumbles. Right, right. 
And right. it's the same thing here. Right. You could have a bad tenor. You can have bad have have a bad soprano mm-hmm. and alto. But if you have a damn good bass, you yeah. sometimes may not hear those other uh-huh. issues. But if you he- if you have a bad bass, you're going to hear it no matter what. And and that's not saying like we have we have friends that are bases that are good bases. So I'm not like that's mm-hmm. not an insult to bases. It's just no, they have all. a lot on them. Yeah, there's a lot that rides on them as as a performer. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm really saying. Yep. All right. So I come to an artist that this may be me sharing an embarrassing story, but I will share oh it boy. anyway. I can't wait. So I well, we, we both grew up with music. Um, we did. We did. I, you know, <laughs> unless we've been doing something wrong for the past twenty-seven episodes. Um, my mother is a huge Elvis Presley fan. Huge. We like made the trip to Graceland, did all this stuff. She had memorabilia, all that good things. Um, a little embarrassing story that when I was younger, uh, I definitely got into his music and and even even when I was like four or five six I was in his music and I have been told by my mother there was this one time I was homesick um, and I apparently I don't know who put the movies on but the Elvis Presley movies were on and I was caught multiple times up in front of the TV singing and dancing just like Elvis Presley. And the link will be in the show notes. Yep. The link will know. <laughs> and and the, the the whole funny story to this is I had sideburns since I was three years old. As soon as I was able to grow them, apparently I had sideburns. <laughs> they didn't, they were never they were not shaved off until I was in college. It was it was on a hey, we want to see what you look like without sideburns, and I shaved them. Now I won't get rid of my beard. So Elvis has been a huge staple in my life and I am a fan of his music. Uh, you know, I will, uh, I, I do throw his music on once in a while. There are some really great songs that he did that, you know, I have good memories about and stuff like that. Uh, just from growing up and listening with my mother and, you know, singing them here and there or whatever. So I, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to share the one, one of the Christmas songs that he does that just, you know, other people have done the song, but I, I just, I love his version of it. So we're just going to go ahead and play that. So yes, me, six years old, dancing in front of a TV. And we're going to add insult to injury on this embarrassment. And I will add to this. At times I was in a, because I, I was still in diapers, but I was in a blue <laughs> shirt, cowboy boots, and a cowboy hat. <laughs> I would ask, I'm going to add one more insult to injury on that one because it adds to the whole thing. My imaginary friend was a wooden duck on a string. It wasn't even a human or an animal or any stuff like that. It was a wooden duck on a string. So I'm just going to give that little picture of, oh, poor Chris. Here's the song from Elvis Presley. <laughs> Christmas without you I'll be so blue just thinking about you decorations of red on a green Christmas tree oh 
be the same, dear, if you're not here with me. I mean, that's just, that's iconic. Like, mm. it, it is iconic. Jewish. And I had the opportunity and pleasure to, to, to perform the song in a similar fashion at my my brother and his friends used to th- do a thing called uh, the Party Dragons, and we did cover mm-hmm. music, and I would join here and there, and I would play sax when I would sing, and I had the pleasure of getting to do that song with the group. Um, in your diver room, cowboy? Am I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, no. Um, I was. I think I was actually. No, we were. I was in Santa pants and a flannel shirt. I think, or I was in at least the Santa suit. Um, yeah. So. Anyway. So if, if if one wanted to get a copy of these pictures or who would I, I contact? You would have to. Co- I, I don't even know if my mother has them, so you'd have to find <laughs> out. I would love to see them. I I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Because you know we can do different album art for different uh, episodes. <laughs> we don't have to use our logo no, all the time. Oh, shit, well, that would be just fun. saying, just for fun. Uh, uh, yeah. So there you are. Um, well. Well, talking about laughs, you played a couple of uh, uh, at least one song last time that was, sure co- did. was that was comedic. Uh-huh. So I have I don't I don't know if you were looking at the list. I don't know if you've heard of of this before. Yes, the twist. So these two songs are from an album called Twisted Christmas, and it's Bob R- Rivers um, that did this comedic albums. And I'm going to play the, the the first one for you. Uh, which is called the 12 pains of Christmas and have a have a listen the first thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me is finding a Christmas tree the second thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree the third thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me Hangovers Rigging up the lights And finding a Christmas tree The fourth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me Sending Christmas cards Hangovers Rigging up the lights And finding a Christmas tree The fifth thing at Christmas that's such it, a pain And yes, it goes on for 12 pains of Christmas And it's hysterical it is really fun. And it's only in one key and only in one time signature. Right. Yes. Which I, it's probably done on purpose. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just joking. Because Kyle's music was not <laughs> the correct way. <laughs> so, so just because we're, we're talking about comedic yes, songs. Yes, yes. Um, the, the background track, software instrument or real? I don't know because I was looking at the album and the album is originally from like 1993. Mm-hmm. So I think... It's more electronic than 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 real. I agree. I think. Um, I I don't I don't know Bob Rivers well enough. Uh, I'm I don't sh- either. You but know, it sounded software to me. Right. It does sound software, and I and I think that definitely fits it. So. So again, my question is: How did Ren and Stimpy get an orchestra and a choir, and Bob Rivers couldn't? But you got to remember, Ren and Stimpy were under what they were under Nickelodeon. Correct. Yeah, I guess. Right, I and Nickelodeon, MTV, and then Nickelodeon. But yeah. So if you really think about where they came from, they had Hanna Barbera, they had all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They had full orchestras. It was. It wasn't I that guess. hard for them to get it. I know. You I know, know, when you're destroying Christmas songs with comedic purposes, <laughs> you may not, and you aren't Ren and Stimpy. You're not going to get a full orchestra. 
Right. All right. The next song also from them called The Chimney Song, which I think is hysterical and is I don't think I know this yeah, one. Yeah, this this is a good album. This is a funny album. It is nineteen ninety three, so there are some songs that you may listen to and you may be like, Oh, but it is nineteen ninety three sense of humor, mm-hmm. so there's something stuck up in the chimney and I don't know what it is, but it's been there all night long. Well, I waited up for scent all Christmas night, but he never came and it don't seem right that there's something in the chimney and it doesn't make a sound, but I wish you a Merry Christmas. There's something stuck up in the chimney. Okay, I did know that one. <laughs> it's so funny. She just goes on. It's such a great song. Um, definitely, definitely, if you need a good laugh, listen to that. Now, I purposely put the next two songs in because of our conversation we had on the Halloween episode. Mm. So I brought up The Nightmare Before Christmas, and I stated still that... Still haven't seen it. You still haven't seen it, and I don't expect you to see it. Um... I bring it up because it is a very popular thing during um, Halloween, but I think it also just expands all the way to Christmas because mm-hmm. during, you know, it, it it's a big Christmas theme with, with Disney and stuff too as well. So the first song I'm playing on it, I think is great because of the fact that Jack Skellington falls into the, the Christmas realm. I forget what they call it in the actual movie. And I think this is fantastic. White things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? What's this? What's this? There's something very wrong. What's this? There's people singing songs. What's this? The streets are lined with little creatures laughing. Everybody seems so happy. Have I possibly gone daffy? What is this? What's this? What's this? It's a. It's cute. It's good. I like good it. Song. It's a good song. You know it. I knew that one too. You did. Now this Despite is not seeing the movie. This is uh, the next one, which the title of the song is "Making Christmas." So here we go. This time. This time. It's so fine. It's ours this time, and won't the children be surprised? It's ours this time. 
<laughs> it's such a funny song. It's a good one. So I, uh, I think I need to watch the movie. You, you do. I, I, you know, some people love Danny Elfman. Some people don't like Danny Elfman. I'm a huge fan of Tim Burton. Uh, mm. I think just artistically and creatively, uh, he is phenomenal. Some of the stuff he does is, you know, o- like over the top, but like it's, I like the over the top that he does. I love the fact yeah. that it's so obscure and it's so like freaky and has that dark, but there's his movies are dark, but there's so much light in them when he does them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Absolutely. Be, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I think that's, what's so brilliant about his, his, he has this ability to take something dark, but you never feel like it's really that dark of a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I, and that's why I like him in his. And then Danny Elfman's music to the score to it is just it's really is very good. Absolutely. Yeah, it's very good. So I do have one more song, but I'm I'm wondering if maybe I'll have you uh, have it as a play out. You know, after sure. the closing, we can do that. So I do have two things I'm going to bring up. One is a uh, Jack Skellington tidbit, and I don't know how true it is, and I want to do a little more research. But I saw a video on YouTube stating that Jack Skellington's character or design of character mm-hmm. was taken from something from the Beetlejuice movie. There's a scene in the Beetlejuice movie where he comes out of, um, I forget where he's coming out of, and he has this big like black and white tent on him. And mm-hmm. the head of the tent, the tippy top of the tent, is actually Jack Skellington's head. And then really? the black and the white of the tent comes down. So I'm going to go watch Beetlejuice because why not? Because Beetlejuice is Beetlejuice. It's such yeah, a, yeah. Song, a movie. And then I'm going to go watch. And someone like I saw this in video. I'm like, what a weird thing to capture and notice. But if you're a fan of Tim Burton and how he right. does things, I'm not surprised, you know. Yeah. So that that was just I, I wanted to share that. So I remember hearing something similar right? to that. So I it's I never I, looked into it. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um. You're not a horror movie fan. I know this. Horror. You're not a horror movie fan. I love all the horror-related movies that come out for Christmas. Krampus. There is a movie coming out with the guy that was um, in uh, Stranger Things, uh, David something. I forget his name. He, he did, And he plays like Santa the Assassin or he's a killer. I don't know what it is, but it's it's considered like a horror movie. There's all these random holiday horror movies that come out and they're freaking great. There's some of them are just so bad. They're good. Like that's, that's yeah. where they are. But like Krampus, like how funny is that? How great is that? You know? So if you're, you know, li- if you're listening, share your favorite Christmas horror movies. <laughs> as, as funny as Speaking that. of bizarre <laughs> horror movies, have you, do you know about the Winnie the Pooh one coming out? Yes. So apparently Winnie the Pooh's copyright, like the story, not like Disney's yes. Winnie the Pooh, the story or yes. of anything was the, 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 the copyright was kind of like done yes. and it's now a free game and there's, yes. they're uh, filming a Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Yeah. Blood and honey or something. Blood and honey. Called? I saw some stills. It, it looks really interesting. I'm sure. And what's interesting is the stills that I saw are based off of the characters from Disney. 
Yes. Like, but they have to be careful because I, I, what I understand, Disney still has the rights to yes. the visual of Yes, the that's why I'm curious to see how this works out. Um, I will watch it even if it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like we were. I was talking about um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the 1980 something movie, and I think it's mm-hmm. such a, it's such a B flick. It's so good. It's like the Attack of Killer Tomatoes. Right. You know, it's just it's such a badly done B flick that it's just such a it's so good. Like B flicks are good are good movies. Yeah. Um, that was yeah. So those songs. And there are a few more, but those songs are the songs that when I hear them, uh, I tend to think Christmas time. I, I think holiday time. I think, um, you know, I think about the, uh, you know, certain memories listening to them, like listening to Twisted Christmas with my family and going through the whole album and just laugh. And knowing it well enough to sing the song back like that, that, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Elvis Presley, you know, whenever that song comes on, I, you know, think about how embarrassing I am. Um <laughs> <laughs> well I mean, thank you for sharing because that was i mean i wouldn't have chose any of these and i think it's really cool that we were able to share ones that i would never even think of I, so, well i think that's what works so well with us sometimes because yeah. though we listen to similar music like mm-hmm. i don't get to some of the stuff that you listen to unless you're saying, Hey, Chris, you need need to listen to this. Right. And like, this just goes back to everything we talked about, about this, this podcast is that's part of what it is. And, and this proof, these past two episodes are proof that even you're still picking out music that I'm sharing and I'm still, Mm -hmm. and we've known each other for 20 something odd years. Well, according to me, I was born at a time of neck and Cole. So I'm like a (laughs) hundred years old, but, um, yeah, I yeah, I, I I the stuff that you played last week I was like, oh man, that's great. Like I didn't even think about yeah. that. I didn't think about that. You know? Yep. So I yeah, thank you. I'm 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 happy to have shared it and you know, embarrass myself at the same time. <laughs> so I meant to bring up at the beginning of the episode, um, we were about to hit a milestone um that I didn't think we would hit so soon, but we are close to one thousand downloads of our episodes oh that's awesome i haven't had an opportunity to look because technology doesn't work for me right now <laughs> <laughs> i looked today it was 909 downloads that we've had that's total. awesome thank so, you yeah, everybody we're, about, we're getting yeah thank you so much for everyone and if you haven't gone back to listen to the early stuff if you joined us late go back and listen to the earlier stuff because and and even though we stuff. talk about past episodes you do not have to listen to them in order <laughs> no not at all <laughs> there is there is there is no rhyme or yes, reason. They, Although <laughs> next season, there w- I think for a while there might be rhyme or reason right, to it. Right, but and and but but as of right now, go back and just find some stuff. And I would encourage you to to find something that you think you're going to hate, and see if you can listen to it and um, just see what you think. What a great idea! You know, so no, that's a great idea. I think you. I think that's a fan. Yo, and and hit us up. Email us. Get us on. Um, on Instagram, where we're not leaving Twitter. I know there's this whole big thing going on. Um, I'm not even getting into it. There's there. I'm not there. I'm not going to talk about sides or whatever. We're not leaving Twitter where we enjoy sharing. I may uh, put us on um, 
one of the other ones that people are going to like mastodon or whatever i have to do some research and feel it just just because if as people separate i want to be able to still get us get a presence out mm -hmm. there but get us on twitter get us on instagram email us i know kyle puts all that stuff in the show notes and i do want to give a shout out to kyle and thank him for his time that he puts into this i with with me doing some of the things that i'm doing kyle uh takes the brunt of, of doing the, the edits and, and putting the show notes in. So Kyle, I want to thank you for always taking your time to do so. Of course. Of course. And, uh, uh, you can read the closing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I actually saw it in the Google drive. Oh, wow. So I, I actually know where it is. Now, you want, you're going to read it. Oh, and I will read it. And, and, and the song that you're going to play and the closing is going to be Jose Feliciano's Feliz Navidad and 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 that song is very important because there was one year where my brother and I would send videos of, a, of each other lip singing it in the car to see who do, could do it the best so um challenge everybody challenge <laughs> and yeah yeah do it and and tag us on yeah whatever platform yes. you, you, you use that's a great so. idea yep film yourself lip syncing to Feliz Navidad tag us um there's a bunch of ha hashtags uh, that I, I did. You put a f do you put any in the show notes? I never noticed. Uh, I don't put the hashtags in the show notes, but there's links to our Twitter, our yes. Instagram, and our website. Yep. Um, and there's there's another um, platform that was getting big for a while. I can't remember the name of it. it was supposed to be like the next Instagram. Okay. Um, well, maybe we'll look into that. Yeah, we'll look into that. Um, and so. and hashtag uh, do. Uh, hashtag, oh my goodness, now I can't remember off the top of my head, of course. Uh, <laughs> did you find the uh, the closing notes? I did. Oh, you I did? did? Okay. Give me like one moment in, in, in me searching for something and I will give you a hashtag to put it through. Do hashtag T-O-T-M. Hashtag T-O-T-M. TM and that's it because we'll grab it from there you had to look that up no I I'm totally joking I got another <laughs> one that was really no don't no, no I'm really it's <laughs> completely joking no please I would that is a joke you have to understand everyone he has been up since 6 30 p.m. so he's had a rough day <laughs> We had to delay recording for three days because he had to get up uh, at six thirty p.m. today. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. To I don't know. Do whatever. <laughs> no, no. Okay. No. I don't, I, that was that was totally joking. Actually, please do uh, hashtag Kyle and CJ T O T M. Kyle and CJ T O T M, and the end is spelled out. So it's K Y L E A N D C J T O T M, and uh, that we'd love to see those videos. Absolutely. Go ahead. Read. Yeah, so I've been, you don't know this, but I've been in front of a computer for about 10 hours now um, doing recording stuff, so. For, oh, 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 yes. So part of it was, yes. was the thing I sent you earlier, yes. and I'm working on a second one for myself that I don't know I'm going to make in time, and I might have even a third one that I have. Oh, we're going to have to talk about this. final episode, so. I, I Oh, because I had something else I was going to ask you about, but you, you oh. sound busy. So no, no, no. I'll I, listen. I will do it. So, well, one of them I have kind of already recorded. So, the other one's getting close. We're so. specifically anyway. talking cryptic because this is for future episodes. But yes, be, yes. be this intrigued. Will, this will be for 
Yeah, this will be for the episode right before Christmas. Yeah, hits. be intrigued. So, be intrigued. Yes. It'll be fun. Yeah. All right. So, uh, questions. What drew you to music? Two. <laughs> you, oh, that's the wrong, the wrong part. <laughs> Re- please, Thank you please, for re- please read the script. Hi, Marissa. It's so nice to meet you. Walk stage right. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the Turn on the Music podcast. We hope that you join us next week. Follow us on Twitter at Turn on the Music and on Instagram at Turn on the Music podcast. If you like what you heard, share it with a friend. And if you really want to help us promote the show, head over to Apple Podcasts excuse me, or the podcast service of your choice and give us a five-star rating. Remember, always share the music. Feliz Navidad. (laughs) Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Smack you in the mouth on Neil Diamond. <laughs> it's a kind of magic. <laughs> <sighs> is that Neil Diamond? No, that's Queen. That is far that's from that, that's Queen. That's I was messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that Aerosmith? <laughs> is that Aerosmith? You know the big ones? That album. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't it wasn't on big ones. No, it was so not. it must not have been a very big hit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>